0: Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina.
1: And I am Michael. And once again, we have an amazing jam-packed episode. Lots of stuff.
0: A lot of stuff. I'm probably, my voice is probably going to be shot by the end of this.
1: <laughs> I'm just, I'm happy to say that I think I was, you know, we we discussed, and we'll get to what it was exactly, but we discussed our, our hopes and our thoughts and, uh, And I think my positivity put this out into the world.
0: The one time Michael is positive it works out. It doesn't so happen I'm very okay with often it. no
1: <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. I'm not gonna lie about that but uh, you know my wishful thinking, my positivity uh, made it come to be and uh, yeah I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for a lot of what we saw regardless of how positive I am I still have a few things that I was I'm upset about and we will also get into those things so I guess we could just jump right in because we do have so much to chat about.
0: Yes. So what we are referring to, obviously, is the Animal Crossing Direct that happened. It was happened on the 15th. It was like almost an hour of just so much stuff. Uh, the first thing we're going to talk about, though, is an the hour. information. Wasn't it? The, the main direct was like 50 some odd minutes.
1: The Animal Crossing Direct? Yeah. It was 20 minutes.
0: I don't know what I saw then. I, thought I don't know I what you saw either. I was like either. 52 minutes.
1: I don't well, know what anyway,
0: you saw. <laughs> Maybe for me, it felt like an hour. It was just so great. There's <laughs> so
1: much content crammed in there. You must have assumed yeah. it was 50 minutes.
0: Anyway, the first thing we're going to cover today is the free update 2.0. Uh, they said that this is going to be the last, quote, major free content update. Uh, for Animal Crossing, and it's going to be available on November fifth. Which is interesting that this is going to be the the last major free one. Um, I know y- we had some comments about that on the side when we were talking about it. But
1: yeah, yeah, I I think that it is. It, it it stood out to me because they mentioned that it's the last major free one, like we said. Uh, but I, I think that means we're going to get more updates. It's just no longer will we be getting them for no cost.
0: Yeah, I'm assuming it'll be more of like those holiday minor updates with, oh, here's the new items for Halloween or Thanksgiving or Christmas. And, and that's going to be it. And eventually they'll probably stop doing I that, wonder.
1: But... I wonder if we'll even get that, to be honest with you.
0: But... <laughs> For now, there's plenty of stuff to keep us busy until then. I'm just going to run down this list, and then we can kind of talk about specific items that we're excited about. The first thing is the Roost. Um, Rooster runs a dimly lit, cozy cafe. You can drink coffee anytime with visiting villagers, and you can also invite friends. This is Obviously, this was teased in the last direct, um, and it's in the museum, and it looks cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. There are... New special characters and villagers. Some of these are returning favorites from previous games, um, and some of them are going to be new. Some of them are coming in from the new amiibo cards that were announced. But uh, Nico and Wardell are two coming that have something to do with the paid expansion, which don't worry, we will get into that as well. Um, The new amiibo cards include Selfalabot, which is a robot octopus. You have Lone, which is a galactic chipmunk, and Freet, which is a creepy dad dog. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, It's unclear who exactly will be paid expansion exclusive. They didn't go too in depth on this, but I'm sure as things come out and, and, you know, until the 5th, November 5th, we'll probably be getting more information about that. Next that a lot of people were surprised and excited about was Harv's Island Expansion. So you guys all remember Harv. He's the photographer. He has his own little island. You can go there and set up scenes. Um, Well, the island is getting its own shopping themed expansion behind the photography studio. Um, will work kind of like a campsite. So what'll happen is you raise bells and you can invite new people to the island to get new services. So people like Kix, Sahara, Leaf, all these kind of limited time people that you would normally see on your main island are going to be able to set up small shops and little caravans on Harve's Island. Nice. Um, Yeah, we're also going to be getting Tortimer, Katerina, and Harriet, uh, which will offer new services that I guess will be added to what they already did. Because <laughs> I know Harriet cut hair and I think you can go to her and and learn hairstyles and stuff like that, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Uh next is uh the froggy chair. Everybody seemed really excited about this. I also put it under new furniture, but apparently there's this frog chair. People are super stoked about it. It's coming back in the game and it's customizable. What I'm most excited about, and as soon as my jaw literally dropped when I saw it, was we're getting farming and cooking. In Animal Crossing, something which I've wanted sense. since the it's beginning. About time. Yes, uh, obviously we had the pumpkins in the past, which I loved, and I basically made a whole farm devoted to pumpkins. But now I can have tomatoes and wheat and sugarcane and potatoes and carrots, and then there's a reason for me to actually to actually grow them because i can cook with them Mm -hmm. uh you can if you get an oven you can unlock a bunch of new crafting recipes and cooking recipes there isn't a list available yet of what those recipes are going to be but we know we will at least be getting minestrone is it minestrone i always say it wrong minestrone soup So, and you can use the food as decoration, or you can actually eat it to replenish your food meter if you want, either way. But I just want to make so much food and put it all over my house and just put it all over my island and just be like, everybody can have food because that's basically what I'm like in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, I also love this, is Cap'n. So Cap'n is returning from New Leaf. He was originally a ferryman that would bring you to Tortimer's Island. But now, if you go and hop on his little boat, he'll sing you a little sea shanty as he Boats you over to new islands that have different weather can have different seasons. You can, they can have different daytimes compared to your normal island. They're also going to have new flora and stuff like vines that'll help you climb cliffs and you won't need a ladder, which I love that. Um, It also makes catching uh, fish and and bugs and things like that a lot more accessible year round. So you don't have to wait until the spring or you don't have to go visit somebody that's in a different hemispheres island to catch things that you don't have yet. Mm. So I love that because then it opens it up for new players coming in. It makes things a lot easier for them.
1: I think it even still makes it easy for old players that have been playing for a while. There's a lot of stuff. that kind of gave up. Yeah. I mean, I just kind of yeah. gave up on my museum. And Me too. For now, I can go back in and you know I can get stuff. Because it, it, it's crazy that they're going to have different seasons and everything. So you're going to be going to yeah. different regions and be able to catch the stuff that you couldn't normally get.
0: Mm-hmm next up is new furniture items and fences oh my we got a quick look quick look at some new furniture obviously froggy chair was one thing um but more items are going to be customizable than they were before and you can get those customizations through reese and cyrus who are on harv's island there's also going to be new nook mile items and they're bringing in nine new fences uh They'll include block fencing, lattice fencing, log wall fencing, corrugated iron fencing, and more. And fences can now be customized too, which I love. I Mm. just wanted to have a white picket fence for the longest time, and you can go through and, and play with those different styles now, which makes me really happy. We're also getting more hairstyles, reactions, and KK, getting more KK songs. So 11 new hairstyles. You have to learn those from Harriet. The stylist poodle, who, like I mentioned, would be on Harv's Island. 11 new reactions, including Double Wave, Stretch, Bounce to Music, Listening Ears, and Say Cheese, and 12 new K.K. Slider songs. And one of them is like a polka song, and it it's cute. <laughs> uh, we're also getting first-person camera and tripod options, so you can do selfies, and and you can set up your phone and go take a photo next to a character if you want, or a villager, or whatever you want to do. We're also getting gyroids. I didn't really play with these much originally, but I guess they're back. Um, You can dig up gyroid fragments, plant them, and grow them. And each one has a different design, noise, and there are a lot more unique options than before. They're also customizable, so you can have them match the inside of your house or aesthetic or wherever you put them. And... As we all know, gyroids they sing to the music that's playing around. So, and they kind of interact with each other through that. It's it's very cute.
1: Well, I think we only had access to those as far as building the bridges and stuff, right? In this version of the game, and now yeah, yeah. I know in previous versions you could do something very similar to what we now will have access to, where mm-hmm. you can dig them up and all of that. So, I, I mean, I think that's it's nice because now. Aside from just fossils, there's at least something else you're digging up on the island. Yeah,
0: <laughs> maybe a little surprise once in a while, as yeah. opposed to just like it's a fossil and then you sell it. For those of you who have, like me, who fossils. have finished, that's the one yeah, thing I have do have. Yeah. yeah, I have
1: all my fossils.
0: Yeah, well, it was probably the easiest thing to get, right? Yeah. because just dig it up every the least day. Amount. Yeah, exactly. Um, The next thing is stretching sessions, so you can now stretch with your villagers in the plaza using your Joy-Cons, so kind of pulling a page out of the Ring Fit Adventure book, and you can actually move with your villagers, which is Mm -hmm. cool, I guess. (laughs) And then we have a pretty long list of general quality of life stuff that they have brought into the game. So... You can now invite over and be invited to NPCs' homes. So typically, you know, you would just walk into an NPC's house and they might be crafting, they might not. But now you can actually invite yourself over at a certain time you can be invited to their house if your relationship is at a certain level and they can if you're at home and you're just working on stuff they can just decide to pop by (laughs) Mm -hmm. which i'm i'm a little cautious about that only because if i'm working on something and i'm redesigning my house and all of a sudden this villager pops up i feel like that would get really annoying Mm. so i hope there's a way you can manage that somehow but maybe it just won't happen very often i'm not sure You can now scoot between furniture, so you can put your furniture a little closer together. You can now have an outdoor storage shed, so you avoid having to run back inside your house, in and out of your house to get items. Permanent ladders are also a thing, so you can avoid having to switch through items in your hand constantly to get around your island. And then the ABD automatic bell dispenser, you can now access bells through your phone, so you don't always have to go to the the little machine in the town hall. There was also an Island Life 101 app added, so you avoid having to deal with the we just landed on a desert island tutorial, so you don't have to go through that every single time. Um, there's also Island Ordinance is added, and so originally when I saw that, I thought it was you could change houses on the island to be like different zones, mm-hmm. which thinking about it later is like, oh, that would have been really cool, because then you could like if you wanted to save a house and make it look like a library and not have a villager actually move in, that would be cool. But it's not that. Mm. (laughs) So basically there's like three or four, there's four different things you can set your island to through these ordinances. So you can select beautiful Island, which stops weeds from growing and plants dying. There is early bird slash night owl. So that's two separate ones. And you, so that just changes the times that shops are open. So if you work all day and then you come home at night and you're bummed because the shop is closed, well now you can basically change that. So the shops will be open when you can actually play, which I mm-hmm. think that is a really good idea.
1: Yeah, I like that. I mean that that used to get me a few times because it was just too difficult yeah. to, you know, do it when I wanted to, to because mm-hmm. all uh, everything was happening during the day and it's like I just don't have the time.
0: Well, yeah, you can't access it until night. What do you yeah. do? Um, this last the last ordinance i guess that they added which i think is going to be really helpful for new players is bell boom which makes things sell for a lot more so it's going to be a lot easier to make more bells faster and kind of catch up to other players who have been playing since the beginning of the pandemic basically yeah they're also adding in more house exterior options there's three new storage expansions so you can store up to five thousand items thing I love is ceiling furniture. You can now hang lights, cameras, or dangly decorations from the ceiling. Another is accent walls. You can choose to use certain color wallpaper on single walls or two walls or three walls of the four walls that you have. The next one is furniture patterns can be worn or used as wallpaper. So you're not just limited on, on the ones that you're able to unlock. And then bridges and inclines are now increased from eight to 10 per island.
1: Okay, well, yes. there's definitely a lot and it's nice to see that this is part of the free update because it does kind of flesh out the game. My yeah. feeling with this free update is it almost seems like this should have been the game, you know, because this is the own this is the first real update. Let's be honest. This is like the 2.0 obviously, that's what it's called. We've gotten updates, mm-hmm. but they didn't do a whole lot. They
0: were like this holiday one updates.
1: Actually fleshed out the game and kind of gave you everything that was in the previous games. And made it a complete game. And that's part of the reason I feel like this is now why it's the free, the last free update, because this is what the game should have always had. And Nintendo was kind of like, well, we can't really charge for this because it's been in all the other games. We should probably just Mm -hmm. round this game out and finish it. And then start charging for updates. Uh, I'm happy we are finally getting a lot of these things. The ones that stood out to me, I mean, there's a lot of things that I just don't care about that much. I think the roost is cool. That'll be fun to kind of have. But in reality, you're probably not going to do a whole lot with that. I do like Harv's Island expansion. I think that's going to add a lot. It'll be really great because... You know, you don't always have access to these these vendors. So now you can go to that island, which I I think I've been to Harv's Island once in my 200 hours. I just don't go there. I never had a yeah. need to go there. I thought it was dumb. Now there's a chance to go there. Now you can actually do something with it and sort of interact with it and maybe get something out of it. So I will most likely start going to Harv's Island. I love the farming and cooking. This game feels like it should have always, as soon as we got pumpkins, it started feeling like, why can't I have more of a legitimate farm? I've got trees, I know. I've got pumpkins. Now I can actually have a farm area. The, the, like all I ever had in my farm area was a pumpkin patch, fruit trees, and bazillion flowers so now i can actually have a farm area and make it feel like an actual functioning farm which i'm excited about Uh, i'm excited for the cooking i hope that it'll probably be fairly simplistic to begin with but it would be nice if over time we do get maybe a a farm and cooking dlc where you can really kind of get more specific stuff for your farming and cooking needs i think that Mm -hmm. would be cool I always love new furniture, new items, new fences. I think the new fences are nice, especially being able to customize them. I think that's smart because it just, it just makes sense to start seeing these things and be able to, everything should be customizable. You know, I want to be able to really make my island my own. So it's nice that I can start playing around with that. We've had the same stuff for, you know, over a year. So it's kind of nice that we're starting to get a some other options i like the fact that maybe we'll have some new hairstyles i'll play around with some new hairstyles see what see what's there uh and then the general quality of life stuff is very very nice i like the idea of the storage i like uh, the idea of the automatic uh, bell dispenser you can place that wherever you want i think some of this other stuff is cool i like your idea of the ordinances more than what we're getting even though i do think these will help
0: it will be helpful but yeah (laughs)
1: I I really want the option of putting in other buildings like my own, uh, stores, you know, I want to be able to have more control because a lot of, for over the, over the time that the game has been out, you see a lot of these people that have created these beautiful, like I've seen one that was like Santa's workshop and all this stuff that they've created with all of the various patterns and everything that's out there and it would, but it's in your house. So it would be really cool to just say, okay, I'm going to just place a building and make Get what i want and then you can decorate it and do whatever you want to it i mean just give us the freedom to build everything some of the things that i don't love and that we probably will never get i want i don't want to be doing the interactions over and over when you're digging and buying and selling stuff when you're fishing and it's like oh you caught this bass again blah 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 like i just i don't want that if you've already gotten something i just want it to like pick it up a-boo, and then put it in your pocket. I don't need your spiel. I don't need the the like cutesy wootsy comments anymore unless it's the very first time i've gotten it i don't want to see it anymore i don't want to hear Isabel every time i turn on the game i just don't that like it, we've all got hundreds of hours if you're brand new to the game sure that stuff's cute and it really does make it endearing and, and wonderful of an experience but when you've gotten hours on top of hours on top of hours that's what kind of turns me off of the game now and that's been the case probably for 100 hours now uh, I just recently rebooted it to kill some cockroaches and to kind of just reacclimate myself to the game, and instantly I was like, "Oh, I hate this part of the game. I really just despise it now." And they didn't you, say wait, anything re- about that.
0: You rebooted, like restarted your island?
1: No, just to kind of get started back into the game. Like I just booted it up and
0: oh, walked okay. around I and killed you cockroaches. Like rebooted, like redid no. everything. Okay, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Do that. <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs>
1: But there's things like that where I just don't want to hear Isabel going on about a sock that she lost or whatever whatever stupid stories that she's telling. You know what I mean? Like have legitimate morning announcements, like a you know so and so's visiting your. Like island if there's a contest
0: today. or something going on, that yeah, makes contest. sense. Contest. Somebody's visiting. So like, like they don't tell you. Stuff.
1: They don't tell you when so and so is visiting your island. Like, tell me there's somebody on your island today. There's this going on. Mm-hmm. There's that going on. Otherwise, shut up and let me get to the game. I don't care. I don't care about what you have to say. I mean, I would even be okay with weather. Like, today is raining. You have to plan for that or whatever she can say. Of she does value. that.
0: She does that sometimes. Like when it would snow. Yeah, occasionally. Stuff, occasionally. But, yeah. Yeah. But
1: uh, or a meteor shower. Meteor shower is a good one too. Like a lot of people mm, look for mm-hmm. meteor showers. Like give us something. The only other time you would know.
0: The only time you would know there was a meteor shower if it is if I think it's Celeste. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. that her name? She would yeah. show up on your island, and but- then you
1: knew something was gonna happen, yeah, but it, it's like give me something of value or be quiet because I just don't care it that was the that was cute for like the first fifty hours of hearing her yeah. crap, otherwise, I just don't care anymore I um, agree, yeah. and but other than that, I'm super excited with all of the legitimate d l c stuff we've got. I think that this is kind of giving us what we need in this game to make it a little bit more interesting. And that's even just the free stuff.
0: I wanted to say, like obviously the farming and cooking is my number one favorite thing. I like the idea of the roost. I don't know how often I will actually go there, but I think it's cute. Um, The general quality of life stuff's gonna be nice. I love all the new stuff they're adding in. I love the ceiling furniture, the accent walls, all that stuff. Because I've run into issues when I've been designing my island thinking, oh man, I really wish I could do this or I wish I could do that and now I'll be able to. Yeah
1: yeah the only thing
0: the only thing besides like an hour cap with the dialogue like you were saying is i really wish that they had some kind of bulk crafting added in because if i have to go through and make 30 bait
1: yeah over
0: like it takes forever yeah so a little disappointed that wasn't included
1: I'm hoping some of that stuff just wasn't mentioned, even though I do think they would have mentioned the bait, because or the the, you know the batch crafting
0: fences, yeah.
1: Because that and that's one of those things with Nintendo where it's people have been saying that for like since the beginning, essentially like Mm -hmm. give us bulk crafting, give us some of the stuff that we want to have access to, and people say that and it just goes nowhere. And it's Mm -hmm. one of those things where Nintendo makes these beautiful, wonderful like experiences but then does something where it's just like what are you doing have you not <laughs> why do i need to hear the spiel not play every time like- i catch a bass like At what point when you created, if a Nintendo person's playing this game, you get enjoyment out of that every single time? You don't think to yourself, like, man, I really gotta get rid of this. It's kind of annoying now, or the bulk crafting. Like you want to build bait one at a time over and over, or fences or whatever. Like, give us the opportunity to do it in a in a batch. Like, why why are you just adamant against? Doing it that way. And I do think there's other things that you could really get into with the nitty gritty of as far as, you know, this game's got where you can you can um, do the all of the land and like do, change the way the, the landscape is and change all of that well, why not do an overlay, like a grid? You know that the whole island's based on a grid. Let us see the grid so that we can kind of have a little bit more control because I've done, I know- we have the
0: option to turn it on and off, like something like that. Yeah,
1: definitely not. I'm I'm not saying it's always on. I'm saying when you go in building mode and you're putting up mountains, I need to see the grid because you know how many times I've shoveled in the wrong place or done something (laughs) where it's like, no, why can't you just show me where I can actually Just read my
0: mind, Yeah.
1: (laughs) You've played games before, make it so that it's less frustrating for the people playing these games. you know this isn't a one this isn't just me because I know a lot of people have yeah. frustrations with this. there's so, been a
0: lot of people pretty vocal at least about the bulk crafting,
1: yeah, 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 absolutely. I think maybe someday we'll see something like that. I really hope, but maybe it'll be I a, paid, know- a paid
0: update. If you want this quality of life thing, you'll have to pay for it. Yeah. I could see him doing that.
1: But that'd be mm-hmm. absolutely terrible to do a paid, like a paid update to do a quality of life thing would be terrible. You, wow. I think you'd have people riot in the streets if if that was the case. It I should don't know, just, Nintendo, so. <laughs> it should just exist. They should just do the little things that people have been like complaining about since the beginning of the game. I do think we finally got, a finished animal crossing with this free update um which again a lot of people are saying too little too late i hope that's not the case for everyone i know for me just this free update alone would be enough to at least fire it up and like check things out but then on top of that we got paid dlc coming out they announced the happy home paradise expansion this is the very first paid dlc for animal crossing and i and i have a feeling it's not going to be the last we for 25 dollars uh you are going to get this standalone expansion you could also get the nintendo switch online expansion pack plus whatever they're calling it if you want and it would be included in that we will get into all of that in a moment but both of these you can pre-order them october 20th they'll come out november 5th so we don't have that long to wait if you do want the happy home paradise expansion it's not you don't have to but if you do choose to have it you now have a job you basically become an interior decorator maybe exterior decorator both you become a decorator uh and you can (laughs) Go to the airport you go to you know i've got to go to the job and you fly to these islands and then you're going to start being able to customize basically the clients, the people that live there, you're going to be able to create a a vacation home for them. And there's lots of customization that you're going to be able to do. You're going to do sounds. You're going to have partitions, which I think are amazing. There's going to be mm-hmm. seasons. So basically you can pick what Island you think is best, what sort of season you think is best, what sort of, you know, if they, if this person seems like they're, they want a snowy, you know a little chalet, you can build that now, you have the ch- the power to do that. they're gonna look for very specific things and you can give those to them. You're gonna also be able to design things like hospitals, schools, restaurants, which is fantastic. I think that's a lot of fun. The only downside with all of that and what stood out in my mind as I was watching this until the very end was. I just want to do this on my island. I don't I don't want to go to an island and have to do this. But then they mentioned, as if listening to me, uh, that you can now bring some of this back. So as you do it, as you're playing through this expansion, you can then come back to your island and you'll have access to, like I said, the partitions and some of the other design things. And little by little, you'll be able to bring all of this back. And then eventually... It seems like at least they didn't save specifically, but eventually visitors or villagers of your own island will start requesting your skills and then you can maybe start decorating their homes as well. So I think all of that is the fun stuff. I think doing Mm -hmm. all of this happy home paradise thing is only exciting to me because then I can bring it home and do it.
0: Yeah, the only downside is you'll actually run out of room on your own island to do stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, at some point. I mean, luckily yeah. for me, I think I, – I would say the majority of my island can just be re- torn down and rebuilt anyway because there's not like – I don't have a finished island. I know a lot of people do at this point, so I think that's a bummer. It almost needs to be where we got an island expansion like it actually is Mm -hmm. bigger uh but for me there's not a lot on my island that i couldn't tear down and retrofit i have a lot of flowers that's that's pretty much my main (laughs) yeah that's my main uh export is flowers
0: (laughs) your main crop (laughs) yeah um there is also a new currency too in the deal so you have to pay with things with this thing called pokey Mm-hmm. Which I it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that works out because we've used bells for so like how do you get pokey how like how does that work it'll be interesting to dive into that
1: yeah yeah well I think they've done it with what was it happy happy home designer uh, was the happy, other yeah. game that was a standalone game and now it's essentially just brought into this and I don't know if it was happy home designer or one of the other ones that had an alternative currency as well so it just Mm -hmm. seems like they kind of brought that into this they must figure well we don't want people going to happy home paradise and making millions and then be able to come back to their island as you know millionaires but uh, so that's, <laughs> that's my what guess are for. why they would do that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe that's why they didn't want to get into all of that. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they figure we got turnips already for to, to hit it rich. We don't want to add this extra currency into it. Yeah. But, that's their
0: uh, way of regulating it is, is using the pokey.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm i very, very excited. I, I'm super excited for the Happy Home Paradise. I will be getting that for sure. I personally will be getting it as a standalone, and we will get into that in the next story. And I'm very excited for the uh, DLC.
0: I'm excited for all of it, paid and free. Just, yeah. I I'm, I'm, can finally say I'm excited to jump back in Animal Crossing now. <laughs>
1: nice, yeah. We thought it would oh. never happen.
0: So, you know we've teased about this kind of throughout so far, but we also did finally get details about the Switch Online expansion pack. We're just going to call it NSO Plus yeah, because I think exactly. it's easier to say, just so people aren't confused or say NSO and NSO Plus. Um, so, it's launching September 25th, 26th in some regions. The NSO Plus is including select Nintendo 64 and Sega or Genesis games. And it's also going to include Happy Home Paradise expansion. For a single user for 12 months, it's $50 a year. Mm-hmm. And for a family pass, which is up to eight users for 12 months, for, so for a year, it's $80. Okay. that A lot of people are saying, yes, that's a lot of money. Um, the current is like $20 for a year, right, for the single?
1: Yes, currently, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's currently only $20. So it's more than double the price. Um, they also said that for those upgrading from the current standard NSO subscription, you can get a pro rated discount depending on the number of days or months or whatever you have left in your current membership. So at least that's good to know. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, yes, it, it's a lot of money. Now, Michael and I, when first came out, we were asking us like, is it worth getting the happy home paradise expansion this way? Does it make sense? Now, remember of the Happy Home Paradise expansion is $25 just by itself. What happens if you do get NSO Plus and you get this expansion, but then you decide, oh, I don't need the Plus anymore. I'm going to switch back next year to the basic NSO. What happens? Hmm. <laughs> do you lose all your expansion stuff? So I was really curious about this and looked into it a little bit. It says that um, apparently you will still have access to some items like certain counters, partition walls, ambient lighting, adding soundscapes and stuff like that too but um you can't visit the archipelago anymore which is stupid because that is part of the expansion um, the archipelago the archipelago being the area with all the different islands you can design yeah um and you can't take on requests for designing vacation homes again you'll have to actually rebuy the whole the whole game by itself so for me personally, I'm like, that's definitely not worth it. I'm just going to buy the game straight out. And plus, I don't need to play any Nintendo 64. It's not even all the games. It's a select few of Nintendo 64 games. I I just don't like it. I I hate it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's dumb. <laughs> it, it kind of feels like Nintendo was like, wow, we need to add more value to this. How do we do it? Well, let's just add the, the, the Animal Crossing expansion in and, and that'll do it. That'll get people to buy it. It's like, yeah, but. It doesn't feel like it was very thought through and it kind of feels a little dirty.
1: Yeah. That's my thought. Yeah. I mean, I think if you, I think people that have a lot of value for the old games, whether it be, you know, Nintendo 64 or the Sega games or both or whatever, if you have a ton of value for that, I mean, this doesn't help anybody if you don't play Animal Crossing. So yeah. you're paying $50 whether you play Animal Crossing or not or you're paying $80 if you're more than, you know, two or more people. Which um, sucks for
0: them. Like there's no rate to be like, "Oh, but yeah, I don't you want You can't this. get it and for guess, less
1: minus the yeah. Animal Crossing. So it's like it's just yeah. baked in. You're getting it or you're not and they're say, they're selling it at, at, as added value, but if you don't play Animal Cres- Crossing, it's not, you know, that's yeah. just like, oh, yeah, great. Uh for me personally, it is not I don't care enough about those older games to play uh, to pay $30 more. And Mm -hmm. I I just don't care. I'm not going to play them. I don't play the games that I have access to right now. There's so many games coming out each and every week. I have a backlog of probably about 60 games on my switch that I haven't even picked up that are within the last couple of years. I don't need to play something that's 20 years old. Uh, Mm -hmm. I, I just, I cannot, I can't wrap my mind around the value of this. I'd never put a lot of value in sort of those retro games. I love them. Don't get me wrong, Ocarina of Time is an amazing game. I would never say it isn't. But if somebody said, I'll sell it to you for $30, I don't care. I don't I don't need to play. I've played that game. I and I've probably mm-hmm. owned it three times on other consoles i don 't need it any longer, and so for me it 's very hard sell and I think the majority of the people are feeling that way as well i don 't think this is going very well uh, There was a new uh, on YouTube there was Nintendo posted a new video that was kind of explaining the whole breakdown, and it has I think fifty thousand dislikes compared to a thousand likes it 's <laughs> widely you know hated at this point,
0: yeah because
1: And a lot of people say, well, well, the cost isn't that much. You know, it's only a couple of dollars a month, blah, 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 Mm blah. Okay. When you compare it to Xbox, you can also chat with friends. We've talked about this. You can also have achievements. You can also, there's other things that should be wrapped into this NSO experience that we just don't get. And if they came out and said, okay, now you, now you have in-game chat. Okay, that's included with it. You don't need the app. You don't need all this other stuff. It's now built in. If I could start seeing achievements and start seeing what games people are playing and actually comment on it and kind of get more of a, an experience, I, can, I know I can see what games people are playing from the home screen. But if it felt more like a an online thing, like, like a networking.
0: Does- thing.
1: Well, when I jump on yeah. Xbox, you you have more where you're just like, Oh, I can see they're playing that game right now and they've got an X amount of achievements and I've gotten X amount of achievements and you know you're earning a game score and you're doing all these other things. If they started building and, and you can even have chat rooms, you know, you can actually mm-hmm. do something where you can actually talk to somebody you don't need the app to do it. If they started to get their online experience, which Nintendo has never done well, never, uh, yeah. if they could start getting their mind wrapped around this online experience and make it more more user friendly and make it more approachable I don't have a problem with the $50 I just don't see any value in the $50 for what I'm getting when essentially it would be the same thing as I'm getting for the $20 because I just don't care about those games enough if somebody does great but for me personally I'm sticking with my $20 plan and I'm buying the DLC separately because I don't want to lose access to it I just want to have it and uh yeah that's my that's where I'm going to go with and I'll be really curious to see I mean if any of the listeners want to jump in our discord we've we kind of started talking about it a little bit but if you want to jump in or you want to shoot us a tweet and, and give us your thoughts on it but i'll be really interested to see who's super excited for it and thinks yeah that was worth it i mean it's more than double more than double um yeah. you know and not, not only that but there's more games to come which is great but nintendo doesn't even tell you they don't give you like a roadmap where it says okay you know here's the games that you can expect coming out in the next month, year, whatever, where Mm -hmm. it's just like, yeah, you know, you're going to buy into this and and you'll see. Well, and even in the video, it said, we're excited to see who's excited for the next games, or we hope you're excited to see what games are coming out. I I don't want to guess for 30 extra dollars. I don't want to guess for $50 a, a month. Tell me what's coming out. $50 $50 a year, excuse me. Tell me what's coming out. You know What is the roadmap? What games can I expect to get? And I'll jump in. Otherwise, I'm waiting. There's, it's just not enough there.
0: Yeah. And also too, I, I'm wondering if them including the expansion in this is kind of them hinting we'll have more expansions included in the future. But like you were saying, we don't have any guarantee of that. So yeah. there's That's no the reason problem. for people to just jump on that train right away. It, I mean yeah. that
1: that would be a huge value. You know that would be a huge value mm-hmm. if, if games that are coming out we're going to include DLC, it's going to be baked in with all of our first party games. Oh, okay, that's a yeah. steal. Our major you know? IP
0: it, it, our major IP paid expansions will always be included in this. Yeah,
1: which I could that never ma- see for 15 yeah. cuz now now it's a steal. But yeah. if they had something like that where first party uh first Pay dlc is included or you know something i don't know something whatever like that, whatever yeah. their roadmap is what because otherwise what did you just include it just animal crossing this one time that's weird right that's like a weird thing yeah. to just include one so you must have some sort of plan for the future to do this more often than once i i just don't nintendo does such weird strange things they just don't get online they don't get it they can't the subscrip- subscription subscription uh, model for them is very weird. Everything they do regarding the NSO and NSO Plus is very strange. Um, you know, they kind of, they said that they're not going to give up support for NSO, but really, what other games are you going to throw on there? I mean... They kind of just sprinkle at random times the games that they put on. Mm-hmm. It sort of seems haphazard. It doesn't really yeah. seem as if there's a, a real plan for this stuff. And, and it kind of seems like NSO Plus is sort of going the same way. Now, I it, people are saying, well, you know, the, the added cost is for licensing with, with Genesis. Okay, nobody made them go with Sega. Nobody asked for Sega. That was like out of left field. You know what I mean? Would you you have gone for $30 a month with no Sega versus $50 a a year? I keep saying a month, but $50 a year with Sega. And I don't know how many people are sold on the Sega part of it.
0: I think it's cool that they did it. And a lot of people are surprised about it. But I don't think it's something that people are like, yeah, let's get this. We want this. But also I'm thinking too, it could have just been $25 a year with no expansion included. (laughs) Yeah. And that's only 5 more dollars a year for <laughs> these extra extra like bonus games and I think that makes so much more sense. I think it's the expansion including that that kind of screwed them over.
1: I I just don't know because you know yeah. like I said people are saying well this added cost is because of licensing and it's expensive. Yeah, but nobody was asking for Sega to be grouped yeah. in. You know what I mean? That that and people okay, don't
0: know. I, that's just an assumption. That's like an you're assumption. To, yeah, you're trying yeah. to
1: justify these costs, but it's like yeah. I, I guarantee. I, I think I just saw recently a, uh, uh, an article that Nintendo's rate uh, is, is is valued at over like over fifty billion dollars. So, I mean, it's not like they're hurting for money. They've got the money to do whatever they want. So it's kind of like. I don't know. It seems like a bit of a money grab. Okay, even double would have been a lot. And mm-hmm. I I do think you're going to have people that would complain even if it was free. I do think that would be the case. I never thought 20 was crazy. I just didn't think it's like, you know, it's $20 a year. It's not a ton of money, but That's you're not really getting yet. a lot, so it shouldn't be. And I don't mm-hmm. feel like you're getting a lot with this NSO Plus, no. and now it's more. So- it's, it's a hard sell for anybody. I will just buy the stuff separately unless down the road, six months, a year, they really have something that makes it feel more valuable to me. And then I, I have no problem spending the money. I spend it on Xbox. I would spend it on PlayStation if I had a PlayStation. I have no problem spending the money, but it's just when you start thinking about, is it worth it to me? And as it stands, absolutely not. I agree. Yeah. It
0: kind of reminded me for a second of when Game Pass was first announced. Sure. And we yeah. thought, oh, this just there's no value to getting Game Pass around. There's like what two games on here that I'll play. Yeah. Exactly. But every year they add more and more games. It's like, okay, yeah, I can get into this. Nintendo yeah. needs to add games that people want to play more of. And and I would like to see them do something like Games of Gold, like what Xbox does. I think that would add so much value to it, where it's like once in a while they just, you know, collaborate with an indie developer and here's a free indie game. Like, that well, would be awesome. The,
1: but. okay, here's a perfect going off of what you just said. The perfect example mm-hmm. is Tetris 99. And when they did the Mario thing for the 35th yeah. anniversary, those things were like, oh, that's awesome. That's big. That's as, I as have value. access to this because I pay for this service and nobody else has access to it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people are, oh, I want to play that. Well, that's what we get for paying for this. You know, shut mm-hmm. up. Um, but I think it's exciting. <laughs> we finally they, have
0: something. Yeah, we got something. Let us have like, it.
1: <laughs> this is what we're paying for. Like, yeah. seriously um but i think yes they should be doing more stuff like that or like you said with game pass you know at the most recent e3 microsoft was crushing it because they kept saying this game's coming out first day it'll also be on Game Pass. Also on, on Game Pass. This and is then coming this will be First day it'll be on Game be on So yeah. when it's a first person, first party game, Nintendo should be doing like that. Alright, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do Nintendo, but it's also going to have something similar where you get something first day because you're part of NSO Plus or whatever mm-hmm. they end up calling it. Maybe it's only NSO Game Pass or whatever they want to call it. But you get something for paying and it doesn't seem that way. I wish they'd go back to the Tetris 99. Not that Tetris 99 was my thing, but But it was cool because I wasn't – I was already paying and now I'm getting something special because of that. And I Mm -hmm. don't think they do that enough. And that really did add value to it whether it was your cup of tea or not. But NSO Plus needs to have something like that and NSO to kind of still add that value. That was like a step in the right direction and then they haven't done anything since. So let's Mm -hmm. see more of that. Let's see more like – let's see some cool – I don't know, first party – DLC that's like a, a skin for one of your characters or just some stupid little things that cannot be that tough, yeah. but add value where it's like, oh, I pay for NSO plus. Now I have a new part in my Mario Kart game. You know, I can mm, do a different mm-hmm. thing. It's like just just little things to add value and to make people feel like, yeah, we see that you're buying this and we acknowledge that. And thanks. Here here you go.
0: Yeah. And, and like you said, it all boils down to like Nintendo. They've just never done this online stuff very well. And this just proves that they don't really, they still don't do well. <laughs> yeah.
1: They still don't seem so, to get it. And, they just and don't get it. Yeah, Based on the reactions, uh, you know, I choose to to show I my disapproval with my money or in this case, lack of it. And I'm not going to upgrade to NSO Plus because it's just not, it's not worth it to me. And, uh, I and you I,
0: may not have my money. And I don't, and I
1: don't think I, I don't think Nintendo will back down. That doesn't. That's not one of their things. No. They don't seem to ever do that. Really, uh, they'll just phase I, it out
0: quietly over time if it doesn't work out, and never I, say anything again.
1: <laughs> I just think a lot of people are unhappy, and it, yeah. it would be a shame to, because I I think there's a lot of potential there, and I just think um, they just need to kind of take a step back and figure out what what are we trying to do with this, and not yeah. just take people's money.
0: Well, while Nintendo might be bad at online stuff, they do some things right sometimes. So there's a segue for you.
1: So we're getting stories right now that Metroid Dread has a game-ending bug in it. And... Uh... This is almost towards the end of the game that you're going to see this bug, which is kind of a bummer because obviously you're ready to beat the game. You're excited to beat the game. And this error will come up and it'll say the software was closed because an error occurred. So this error prevents players from proceeding because it just continuously shuts down. It just gets to this point and then craps out and you can't actually get anywhere. You can't finish the game. So Nintendo, like you said, does some things right. I guess that was the second way you were building yeah,
0: on. Yeah, yeah, it <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess Nintendo got in front of this and it did not acknowledge the fact that this is happening, and they provided a temporary fix while they were actually building a real fix. They did say that if this is something that's happening to you, restart the game, and before playing through this sequence, remove the door icon map marker to prevent this error from occurring. Now, I don't know what that means, because I I have no clue what they're referring to regarding the door icon map marker. Perhaps when you're at this point in the game, it will make perfect sense to you But for me right now, that's not the case. Uh, But apparently that will prevent it from happening. And then they did say a bug has been found in the Metroid Dread that can prevent players from progressing under a certain condition, which apparently is this map marker situation. They also wrote on Twitter, a patch will be released by the end of October. To fix this, we apologize for the inconvenience. Now, no exact date has been given for this patch, but considering we're only a few weeks away from the end of October, uh, Mm -hmm. my guess is it'll be soon. So there you well, have
0: hopefully it. it'll come out before you get to that point in the game so you don't run into that issue. But
1: <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess yeah. whatever. I mean, I could just do this, remove the map marker. My guess is, and, and again, I have no idea. And so if you do know, let us know if you've run into this and what was causing mm-hmm. it. But my guess is people are marking maybe the final door because the, you know, your, the map is huge. So maybe people are using the in-game markers and marking the final door that they need to go to to do this battle sequence and they're just not turning off that player marker. You know what I mean? That's my guess.
0: Yeah. I guess you'll Uh, find out eventually. And you can be like, Oh, okay. I I
1: usually only mark the things I can't do at the point. Like if I, if I'm running through an area and I run up against something where it's like, Oh, I can't get through here. I usually put a marker there just so I'm like, yeah, don't bother running back this way. So I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out. I, I, it seems like based on the amount of progress I've made so far, It's going to be a while still. So we'll see. I'm not too worried about it.
0: Well, that does it for all of our news this week. Now into the top 10 bestsellers. And first, we have Metroid Dread. Second, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Third, Diablo 2 Resurrected. Fourth, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Fifth, Minecraft. Sixth, Tetris Effect Connected. Seventh is Undertale. Eighth, Among Us. Ninth, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And tenth, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. And we didn't nice. have any other new games that made it in the top 30. So that's it.
1: Excellent. I am so excited that Metroid Dread is doing so well. It is getting yeah. amazing numbers. Um, yeah, just super, super excited that it's doing so well. I hope that means, and people are saying that from, from some of the stories I've seen online anyway, that people are going back to you know the Wii U and the 3DS trying to play some of the older games. And I hope, Nintendo, if you're listening, please Just put out the games. Like, give us access to the old games. Put them on the Switch. NSO
0: Plus. Add value to that. Come on.
1: (laughs) Don't put it on NSO Plus. But... But it put give us access to these games. I'm sure it would be on NSO Plus, but yeah. you know, it's like oh gosh, what a bummer that if would If they be. were
0: going to do it, that's what it's. Oh, uh, if it they did it, go. it would
1: absolutely. I I would I would love it to you be would a bundled storm game. Nintendo. I would just be so bummed because but but then I would want to play them, but I don't even know if I would. Or you know, you have Samus Returns which came out a few years ago on 3DS like give us that game. Like give us these old Metroid games because clearly people are hungry for it. This game is phenomenal phenomenal people are hungry for it give us more of the old ones so that we can you know replay metroid and and i think a lot of people are seeing metroid for the very first time with metroid dread they just it was That's it me. seemed like a dead yeah. ip and yeah you're a perfect example like you've never mm-hmm. played it in the metroid games um you've never really got to experience metroid and now you're seeing it in dread and i think a lot of people are like wow this is a really cool ip i would i would say
0: yeah
1: <clears throat> it's hard to say i guess because I'm playing it right now and I and it's obviously clouding my my judgment but I would say as far as Nintendo IPs go it's potentially my favorite Nintendo IP. It's hard to say because with Zelda I haven't played it in a while since Breath of the Wild but those are the two and I just love I love the idea of Metroid. I love Samus. I love sort of the atmosphere of it. I love the more gritty nature of it. Uh, and it just kind of more in a, in a line with my my gaming preference as opposed to a Mario, right? Mario's fun and mm-hmm. cute and whatever. and But Metroid Dread is just so gorgeous, especially... the the atmospheres you're running through and the style. I mean, some of these battles that you're fighting, you know, I watch the cinematic each time because it just feels so cool. You just feel so cool when you're playing Metroid Dread. And and, uh, I love it. And
0: and being a new person that's kind of been exposed to this now, I, I almost feel like Nintendo's done such a disservice to the whole Metroid IP. I agree. Such a disservice. I mean, it's a strong female protagonist. She's awesome. The story in itself is very like just heartwarming because she's like oh i'll save this little metroid and then it kind of causes this crazy stuff to happen Spiral, yeah. and yeah and it's just such a interesting story why like that should be getting just as much attention as breath of the wild is in my opinion and i know you've mentioned it in the past but man if they go in a like a dead space kind of direction with the ip for prime it, it would yeah. be yeah it would be up there for me it would yep. it would probably oh, be top 10 and i would definitely play I, I just i really just want to play it as like a first person kind of shooter situation but <laughs> well
1: i mean it's it's yeah. the whole reason everybody yeah. you know everybody's been talking about um uh about zelda and the lack of the anniversary yeah. metroid turned 35 this year too hello yeah. we haven't seen anything anything they other didn't even announce it. they don't even about talk it. Like, about it but now, e- even when they did announce it, they
0: didn't. They didn't say anything about the anniversary. They well, were just like, "Oh yeah, here's the game." Metroid
1: yeah. fans are so frustrated because it is such a cool IP, and it's like, no, Nintendo just really doesn't ever seem to care that much about it.
0: They just uh, really love that stupid plumber.
1: They, they love that. They love that plumber. They sure they do. Love plumbers. <laughs> and on that bombshell, we're going to get into new releases that we're into this week. And I only have one check that I'm even remotely interested in. There is a lot of turds on the list. Call the plumber. Dying. Yeah, speaking of plumbers, there's <laughs> a lot of turds on this list. Uh, Dying Light Platinum Edition is coming out. This is an open world zombie survival game. Now I've never played any of these. So they're, they're very new to me, but I like the idea that you're going to be running around this infected world. You got to master all your skills to out survive everybody. And apparently you get to help a bunch of, uh, other survivors. They are saying that the features of this platinum edition, this is the definitive way to play it. You're going to get the full game, plus a ton of the DLC. So you get Dying Light the Following, which is a huge huge expansion that builds on the story, the map, and all of the customizable things that you get. There's Dying Light Bozak Horde, which is a get challenging game mode. There's Cuisine and Cargo, which adds more quarantine zones. There's Ultimate Survivor Bundle, which gives you more weapons and outfits. There's Hell Raid, which is a new game mode, and then there's more collection—a uh, large collection of skins and weapons—all included in this fifty dollars. I think this looks really good again haven't played any of these i know that dying light 2 which is going to be cloud-based will be coming out shortly so i did Mm. have to give this a check just because this time of year if you're looking for spooky games this seems like a fantastic one the quality seems very good and you get a lot for your money um yeah looks like a good one to me anyway
0: Mm. And the good news is if you unsubscribe from your NSO plus account, you'll still be able to play this DLC. Yeah.
1: You still get all that DLC. So how about that?
0: (laughs) Not salty at all.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. What we're playing Christina, what have you been playing?
0: So it's funny because you were just talking about there being an issue with like a door icon. So um, doors must be a really difficult thing in video games. They, they have, there's something with them. (laughs) So, I I have been playing Observer, and I was streaming the other day, and I got to this part, and this door just would not open, and I have Ediggy watching me, and then I think that's when you might have popped into the stream, and I'm just trying to figure, I was trying to, I thought maybe it was this crazy intricate puzzle, and I was missing something, no, there's just a bug, and I had to completely redo the whole area.
1: Uh, Yep,
0: Yep. so thank you Ediggy for finding that, thank you Eric, (laughs) but it's just like, apparently there's a few bugs like that in the game, so those of you who are interested in ever playing Observer there's some bugs and and just be aware of them but nothing wrong with that annoying thing that's that's
1: the that's the benefit of streaming while uh playing game i guess yeah i'm I'm glad
0: that i was streaming it will play it because otherwise i would have just probably rage quit and been mad
1: (laughs) been so angry
0: streaming keeps me in check and keep makes me stay (laughs) level-headed yeah definitely yeah that's it. I just I just streamed Observer.
1: Nice. Uh, as for me, I'm still playing uh, Fire Emblem. I've been doing some stuff with that, but the main thing that I've been playing and streaming is Metroid Dread. I'm having a blast with it. I did another stream, I think Friday night or Saturday night. I can't remember. Um, and Thursday, I'm really you know, enjoying Thursday. it. Or Thursday. Yeah. I can't yeah. I can't keep the date free anymore. But uh, <laughs> really, really enjoying it. I absolutely love the game. I think I'm about four hours into it now. A lot of people are saying that they're getting around eleven to fifteen if they're not trying to speed run. I think that's uh it, it, it actually speed
0: run this game that it just enjoy it
1: well they speed run after yeah. the fact i don't think they're doing oh. it first like a lot of I speed running, this is not. a perfect game for speed running actually because the way it handles in mm. the and samus's controls like that's an added challenge is people are trying to see how fast they can do it and, and one Emmy. of them i did see was just it was under three hours they were able to beat it which i think is pretty Whoa. crazy but yes a lot i can see the speed run community really loving this game for that fact because there's just a lot of potential there um but that did pose an interesting question i saw on somebody nintendo had posted something and i was i was commenting on it one of the comments below that said something about the value and you know how about you make the game a little bit longer for a full price game? And is it really worth $60? And they kind of were going on about all kind of, and then if you clicked on- okay, it wasn't
0: it supposed to be like industry standard is $1 per hour or something like well, that? Well, that's what I was
1: getting into is yeah. that they had commented, and and this was just purely their made up you know, statistic or, or, yeah. or metric that they think the industry needs to stand to, is that it should charge $1 per hour of enjoyment. And so if it's a sixty dollar game, you should have at minimum sixty hours worth of enjoyment. And you know, I could not help myself but say, Well, that's that's ridiculous. That makes zero sense. That would
0: kill them. Like that that's stupid.
1: Yeah, I mean Metroid's not an indie game, but it's not that's not the basis of this. The point is, do you value this game and the time that was put into it, the effort that was put into it at a six-dollar price point? Is it worth 11 hours or 15 hours or more or even less is Mm -hmm. the enjoyment you get out of the game worth the $60. Now, I think that's a personal thing. And I don't think you should hold Nintendo to say, well, no, I'm not paying $60 because you know, I'm not getting enough enjoyment out because I personally am. I actually think it's definitely worth $60 because I'm loving Mm -hmm. every moment of it. And if I get 11 hours of enjoyment out of it, great. If I don't, that's fine too. Uh, I think it's fantastic. The level of quality, the level of detail that went into this game is absolutely worth $60 to me. I do, again, it's a personal choice. But the metric that, you know, you need to be paying a one for one is completely ridiculous to me. And I, and I, and this was a conversation that is, is it's, I I brought it up on the, on the stream. And I think it's something where maybe we can have our listeners jump in and, and to our discord and kind of have a, have a conversation or a debate about it. But I don't, I, I don't know why you would even think that that's even a, a a possibility. I don't even know why you would think that that would be the case because in what world does, is, it a, is it a one for one? When I go to the movies and I get two hours and I watch a movie, should I only pay $2 for that? because in reality i'm paying way more i'm paying way more <laughs> per hour at a movie than i would be and if you get be. popcorn
0: you double that
1: <laughs> yeah well, i mean or yeah. or you know let's say uh, i don't i don't know there's so many so many ways you can kind of apply this to something and it just makes zero sense to me it's so silly i don't understand it at all that this and is I, the way people look at it
0: it's crazy to try to think that there should be one rule in the industry to roll all games and they should all follow this pricing model it, it makes it doesn't make any sense uh,
1: i mean okay animal crossing yeah so essentially for me animal crossing by based on this hmm. metric should hmm. have cost me over 200 dollars. let uh, me it's see like, how
0: much i should have paid yeah
1: yeah well, how much should you have <laughs> paid for animal crossing because i'll tell oh, you right no now way. nintendo should be billing you for the hours of enjoyment you've gotten out Could of the you game you
0: imagine that based, game gaming as a service but they bill you for how long you play the game for
1: yeah based on this this person's uh metric that you know so and and, and i guarantee that that metric only goes up to sixty dollars it i guarantee they're not saying oh well they can charge you more based on how much fun you're having if you're going <laughs> into the 100 or 200 i guarantee they only think a game if you charge 60 should have minimum 60 hours of game time so if you did 70 they're only gonna still pay 60 so i just think yeah. it's like dude you need to relax this game was absolutely worth that price point point. and if it's not don't buy it that's how it works just don't buy it just like nso plus isn't worth it to me i'm not gonna buy it problem solved <laughs>
0: So I can't i I've, currently I haven't played Animal Crossing in so long that I can't say how much money Nintendo should bill me for. Um, but Oh, it doesn't <laughs> it's even show so you once it's Yeah, the last the one it showed me at the bottom of the list is two point hospital. And I think I'd stopped playing Animal Crossing a little bit before that. So it don't it doesn't go all the way. To the bottom oh, of the list. That's interesting. Yeah. Now, so I'll check we, and I'll come back next week with. And I know,
1: I know, we're getting into the weeds a little bit because we're talking so much. But so while we're on the Metroid thing, I did want to mention. I want to get to to get your opinion and maybe get some of our listeners' opinion on this. Mercury Steam got into uh, some some trouble, I guess, because they haven't cr- accredited everybody that was working on. Metroid dread Now, this is sort of oh. a bonus story I guess so the <laughs> the nice. the what what I saw of the story and what I can remember of the story is that you know Mercury's team came out with Metroid dread and somebody had seen it and said that you know best of luck to everybody that was on the team I see some of the work that I did was included uh, but I didn't get credit they they weren't there the whole time they were there for I don't know a couple months or something like that mm-hmm. and they didn't get credit you know, a credit for being part of the team that made it. And Mercury team hmm. came back and said, well, the way we the we have a um, I don't know what the wording they use, but basically they only accredit the people that have had a majority of their like I don't know what their number was, but like 25% or 50% of the game was contributed. Like they worked on the majority of the game. So we'll put you in the credits. And I I guess I'm mixed on this because on one hand, I don't care. Like, I don't care if you have a credit and i know this is not going to be a popular opinion um but i don't care i i really still like i don't care i, mean, I wonder makes, how
0: many people actually look through the credits how probably many people none. read that probably yeah. not uh
1: or at least i'm not sure maybe many. some
0: people do but yeah
1: i think most people that look at the credits are the people that are in the credits like those mm-hmm. are the ones i want to see my name on there but I mean, that's an my,
0: assumption but yeah you but know, here's my yeah. th-
1: here's my thinking on this right so a lot of times mm-hmm. you're watching the credits at the movie theater you're not necessarily watching because of the credits like i don't care who put up the lights um, Watch the but i'm watching of the to see if the there's credits. a scene after the credits yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. and i don't really necessarily care who's in a movie unless it's somebody that it's like oh i like that person i don't know bob who did the lighting so that's not selling me on the movie i don't yeah. care about joe schmo that's doing the development i i don't care and i and i i personally and i am very detached from most things i don't care if you got credit in the in the game or not. And I don't mean this to sound terribly mean, but I think it's because I come from an industry where we don't get credit ever. Nobody knows what logos we've designed. Nobody knows what websites we've been a part of. Nobody knows what business cards we've made, pamphlets we've done, anything like that. I don't put my name on anything because that's not what I do. And I don't fully understand why games and TV shows and movies. Are basically the only thing that you get credit for. I don't see a long list of names trailing behind my car of who's had a hand in building it. I don't see a long list of names of who's built my house or anything else. So I just don't, I guess I'm, I don't understand this getting credit for games and movies and TV shows. Um, when nobody else really gets credit for their job, a lot of time it's a development company or a design firm or a, um, like a, uh, manufacturer like Ford or Apple, but you don't necessarily get, you know, Sharon and Bob's name on something. So I, that's where I am on this, where I'm curious and I, and it's another debate, I guess, that we could have, mm-hmm. um, and maybe this is something that we bring over to, Twitter discord or whatever, but that's Mm -hmm. where I was coming from. And it really got me thinking like, okay, well, who else gets credit? I don't get credit for any work that I do. And, and you just kind of move on. Like it's, it's, that's not what we do the work for necessarily. We put it on our website. And if somebody said on their website or their resume, I was on the Metroid dread team. Yeah. They're probably going to just believe you. They're not They're not going to say, well, yeah. let me see the little, let me see, because you're going to have a demo reel. You're going to have I Are you going to take a snippets. screen
0: grab of like your name being yeah. on the screen? Are you and that's only going to show that, your name yeah. on the
1: credits and that's how you're going to sell yourself? Yeah. No, you're going to have a demo reel that's going to show that you were part of the Dread team.
0: Or it's part uh, of your portfolio. Of some yeah, time. exactly. Yeah.
1: So that's, and, and maybe I'm completely in left field, but all the comments I saw on all the various news sites were all about like, how dare they? they burn this place to the ground. I'm boycotting. I can't believe they're not doing this. Sure. Would it have been any trouble just to stick a name on there? No, of course not. And I don't care one way or the other, but it just got me thinking like, I have a different opinion on it. Like who cares? Who cares if your name's on it or not?
0: I think a lot of it has to do with <clears throat> two things. One being the ego and two being the internet. The internet kind of just blows so many things out of proportion sometimes that don't need to be Mm -hmm. um and people just feed on that like you go to reddit and say you hate something everybody will agree with you or they will greatly disagree with you and they'll hate you for it Mm -hmm. and it's like that's that's what the internet is just like and then i feel like also in the game industry yeah (laughs) the game industry in itself is so highly competitive that having your name on something and saying your name isn't something is is i'm sure it feels good And I'm sure it helps feed people's ego, especially for an industry where if you're a developer, you're very underrepresented most of the time. So uh, I think – and that's also my assumption just based on what I've heard and people who work in the game industry and how they're treated. But I just don't know enough. That's just my assumption. But if anybody out there can shed light on it, I mean, sure, let us know.
1: (laughs) I would really be interested. And I guess guess that's where it comes from because we have – a creative industry that we're a part of. And but again, it's not the
0: entertainment industry. I think they're very different animals. But why? It, the en- entertainment, like there's people's faces on things, but like, they're there's not. There's people's faces on movies they're, and their things. Their face like
1: isn't that. in Dread.
0: Uh, I'm thinking like actors and stuff. I know, but, but yeah, yeah, let's I say guess, for this example, so. it's a creative
1: yeah. industry. Where, if you and I are building a website or a branding pet project, we would never think to put our name on it it, it would it's not what we do right it's no. not we don't need credit because it's not it's about not about
0: us. us it's about what the project is. it's about
1: the client and it's about the client's yeah. clients and that it's not about us that's not what we do hmm. i don't understand like you said, perhaps it's an ego thing where i don't understand coming from an industry where I need my name on something and I don't understand why only TV and uh, I'm trying I'm trying to think of other industries where you get credit like that you
0: know in the creative industry I think it's just you know you don't necessarily put your name there are designers out there there are agencies out there that will put their name on things and if they're not credited properly they tell people it's just your I think it's just your own personal View on on how we do the again, work
1: we do. if they put their name on something, they're not listing every designer that was involved. They're putting the brand so
0: right, right that's, well, that's unless it was a freelancer or something but yes
1: but okay, if you are a design agency or a freelancer or whatever that feels the need to put your name on something that you've created, you're only putting the name of that. And if it is an agency, they're not putting everybody that had a hand on it you know mm-hmm. they're not putting a name of whether it's 2 to 20 or 100 or whatever they're not doing that so i don't understand why with every other industry and i'm trying to think if us uh, outside of uh, games movies and tv what other industries have something that you get credit for and i and i can't think of any
0: could you imagine if a doctor after doing a transplant signed his name next to the scar exactly like-
1: I mean, exactly right. It sounds ridiculous, chef, but
0: the chef like puts his brand on my yeah. burger. Like-
1: I mean, that's that's a perfect example. Like, yeah, w- what world do you get credit for other stuff? Like, like I, I'm, I mean, I'm joking about a car, but you know how many names would have to be on the car if that's the case? If yeah. if you want everybody to get credit for putting a piece on your car. It, like the, you wouldn't even be able to carry, you'd have a, to have a trailer to carry the book that has all the names in it because there's so <sighs> many people involved in the process. So it, I don't know. I think that it, we got way off, and, and I don't mean to like drag it out too much long because I'm sure some of the listeners are like, how dare he not say to give credit to people? But, but it's, it's just, it's, it's something that came up in my mind. Yeah. And I was like, well, okay, why, do, why does it matter? Like no, the company an, an, has credit. You worked at the company. Not only that, but you weren't on the whole project. No offense, but you weren't. You know, if somebody worked on the project for a month, uh, sorry, like you don't get. If you quit a job, you don't get. uh, You know, unemployment. You quit. You didn't get fired. You quit. And if that's mm-hmm. the case for this, may, why do you get credit? Maybe that's just part of their terms. Like they're if just you leave- in this
0: situation. It sounds seems like they're just bitter and kind of went to the internet internet and, and, and the internet, like I said, likes to hate things. So, but maybe,
1: maybe it's just, I have, I have a, a Michael hot take on the situation where I'm (laughs) like, I just don't, I don't really get it. And I don't really maybe agree with the fact that, it was almost unanimous where every comment I had seen was like, How dare they? Just put the name on there. They should accredit everybody, whether you've done one minute of work or two years of work or whatever. And yeah, that's probably fine. I I but it just made me start thinking about other parts of the question where mm-hmm. it's like, well, okay, that's only this one industry that does that. Nothing else has creditation or accreditation for things. Like I don't know, why do you, maybe we even need credits anymore. Maybe we just get that's, rid of yeah, them all. Yeah, that's the
0: question. Yeah, I think it's a very interesting cultural, sociological question that you're no. posing. Do credits even matter anymore? <laughs> or,
1: or why do those industries have them? Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, why, why, yeah, why do they exist? Yeah.
1: Well, I want to know. I want to know what everybody thinks. Please feel free to write us. You can go over to nintendodispatch.com, hit that contact button. You can watch us over at Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Nintendo Dispatch, and you can definitely chat with us at Dispatch Podcast and on Discord, where we have a link to that on our website. I would love to know what everybody thinks. I'm sure it would be a very interesting discussion on all of the things. I think I think we had a several hot takes today that people can jump in on. and Hot takes. Yeah, hot takes. <laughs> we need like a, a little soundbite for that.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for listening, and this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.